Hi, this is the Tempter Podcast, where we discuss embedded Linux, IoT development, and anything else we might find interesting. Your hosts today are Kem Raj and Cliff Bray. How you doing, Kem? Hey, Cliff. I'm doing fine. Uh, how about you? Yeah, pretty well. So today we, we hoped to discuss kind of how the day-to-day development in, in the Yo distribution works. What's, what does the release process look like? What does the testing strategy look like? And try to learn a little more how we do these things, why we do them, and how they can maybe help you in your in your product development. So to get started, Kim, what what, what does your day to day development in Yo look like? You know, what's your typical operations you you do often? And right, so um, Yo Distro, we basically um, so I starting off of uh, you know various ways that I use it as vehicle for various things in my day work. Um, one of them is as a meta open embedded maintainer. Um, I have daily set of patches uh, that come my way, so um, I use you as a test vehicle for those. And um, uh, besides that, we also have a bunch of CI jobs that we run on openembedded.org. And uh, we use Yo there too for basically validating various architectures. Um, we build world that tests all the layers from that are hosted on uh, openembedded.org Git repository, and um, and then uh, other parts of this that I also use Yo for um, doing new hardware bringups and. Um, so some part of it is uh, done doing that. And the third thing that I also run tests on the device. So I do like um, a semi-auto testing, so to speak, on some of the SBCs. So these are some of the use cases that I have. So on given day, uh, you know, on this, we basically work on you know, either one, two, or all of them most of the time. Yeah, great. So that, that's very interesting. So just to recap, you use it for your open source as a maintainer. You use it as a test bed for that and for, for new hardware bring up and, and for testing the the open embedded project in general. So what's an example of, of some new hardware you've been working on lately? Oh, yeah. So um, I've been working on this new uh, Beagle 5 which is a RISC-V based. So I got it uh, a week or so ago. And um, uh, so we are currently working on a BSP um, to bring up this on uh, on Open Embedded. And, uh, you know, I'm basically, we have Metaris 5 as part of UDistro. So this is being added to Metaris 5. And um, so, you know, naturally, um, I'm using the Yo workflow to bring it up. And, um, um, and it has been very helpful because, um, you know, there are a couple of other developers who have patches in there as well. So uh, when I built my images, you know, we were seeing seg faults on one profile, which is glibc-based profile. And uh, so because of Yo distro, you know, because we have this Yo profiles, I was able to test several combinations um, very quickly. So, you know, it says, hey, you know, system 5 in it, glibc is failing. Let's try system D glibc. Oh, that fails too. 
uh, okay, let's try yeast like muscle and cis5 in it. That works, right? And um, okay, so we have a working combination. Now let's go back and see what's going wrong with glibc. So uh, can we create a very small init system and say, okay, let's try busybox init and glibc. And um, all I have to do was change a single variable, like yo underscore profile. And I was able to build the systems fairly quickly. Within five, six hours, I had like six different profiles tested out and um, problems sort of like narrowed down a little bit. And that was very va valuable. So right now I'm still debugging the underlying problem, but because it happens at early boot, so you know, not like regular debug tools are not at my disposal. Sure. So, so it really helped with that. That's great. So, it, um, what you're saying is 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 Yo actually helps you be more efficient at some of these other tasks. It's not really a distribution for the sake of a distribution. It's it's um, mm -hmm. it, it solves real problems and and like you said, it it allows you to iterate quickly through mm -hmm. a set of different setups and and really when you're debugging you know, complex systems like this with huge stacks of software, really all you can do is isolate the problem and try different things and then isolate it to a component. So you're, what you're describing is how you use the profiles right. in, in Yo to do that. So yeah, appreciate that example. That that helps a lot. So in the Yo, the GitHub Yo distribution in that space, organization space there's a number of there's a whole bunch of repositories and some of them are mirrors of of other repo upstream repositories like meta oe mm -hmm. a lot of different meta layers and i think even oe core mm -hmm. if i don't if i have that right yep. so why why do we mirror those repositories and, and how did how does the, how does that process work yeah excellent point actually um so uh, the one of the aspects is I'm a big fan of mono repos, and uh, I want to maintain the modularity and yet be you know a, a single view. Um, it just is more efficient in my mind, uh, and I think you know that's essentially it shouldn't be that you merge you know everything into one, but their properties sh should still be separate, but your view should be uh, one. And that's what we do in your distro with Git submodules. Now, all the submodules are meta layers in many cases. And um, we basically mirror them onto our GitHub on your distro for a couple of reasons. One reason is that we want to use upstream as much as possible, but then we might have patches um, that we haven't yet upstreamed but we need them in your distro until they're upstream. So um, we can accept those patches into our um, repositories into the, uh, into the mirrored branches that we have. Um, and we can easily then work upstream. So basically uh, the your users um, can have a good experience of using those patches, testing them out, while we work them to get included into the respective layer upstream. So it gives you um, that continuity. Um, the second reason is because um, the layered architecture that Yocto project has introduced into Open Embedded is uh, meaning that when these layers are moving in their own life, there's something has to 
put them together and test them together and make sure what works with what. And your distro is actually finding faults or finding bugs or finding you know build issues or what have you in these layers because somebody updated Mesa in the core layer and that might break a Raspberry Pi Mesa case. It will only get noticed very late once like it's up in core and then somebody tests you know those images. Now when you test it, the commit has already gone in in core. So you know it takes a time either to fix it, either send a patch or maybe revert the patch or what have you. But until then, you have to either carry those changes locally or you know you have to have mechanisms to uh, undo those changes. So what we do in Yo is basically if you're a Yo user, you will never have our master branch broken because of that. And so I want to make it make it clear that we don't fork. Mm -hmm. um, so we always stay with upstream. Most of our layers are actually uh, straight out of upstream master because we update at a regular basis. So we still have a few time in between we can work upstream in those projects and get things fixed for us. And that has been working so far so good. But in many cases, you know, we have had patches that we are carrying you know, in the past, in specifically in OE core and other layers, where you know those patches were deemed not useful upstream, but they are useful to us. So, um, so, uh, so in that case, you know, we uh, basically work give you that that kind of um, insulation from these issues. The third thing is um, is a redundancy. So, um, a upstream repository may disappear. Um, it may delete a branch for whatever reason. It may rebase a branch for whatever reason, and we may left we may be left, you know, stranded. So you might have a product out there that you're building, you know, that you probably are using a Yo release which is two year old, and then you'll come back to me and say, hey, you know, uh, this branch has disappeared. It happens all the time on GitHub, right? And it says, oh, I have something. So you know, you go like in the firefighting mode and try to do something. So in this case, we know what we have released and we make sure that um, you know those branches stay. So, uh, so we basically you know, create these mirrors, um, but if upstream does these kind of activities, then we can take action and, and uh, still keep our users um, chugging along. That's very important because, you know, in the product development I do, you know, we maintain products for five and even up to 10 years on a, on a fair, on usually fairly old versions of open embedded. So, mm -hmm. you know, having some assurance that those dependencies will be around long-term is, is very high value mm -hmm. for those of us building products. So, yeah, that's great. Right. Yeah. So, um, the one thing that probably at some point um, I've thought of is to also provide a a mirror for the sources. Essentially, you know, the sources that are not available either on Open Embedded Mirror or the Yocto Project Mirror, uh, we can provide a third, you know, mirror, so to speak, uh, for those kind of components. But yeah, I haven't come around doing that yet. Sure. And even to provide an easy mechanism where users could manage that themselves, 
um, yes. would, would be valuable too. So, mm -hmm. because yeah, being able to, to always have access to your open source sources is, is really an important part of your open source strategy. So it's good to mm -hmm. think through those things. Yeah, um, yeah, I think we do. Um, we do have a um, example for own mirrors mm -hmm. um, in in your distro. So if you are using it for your products and in house, you know you have a mechanism to have all the sources in house. Then you could take that template and adapt it to you know your source URIs, and off you go. Sure. So the so the uh, last actually we have two more topics. Uh, the Yo testing strategy and kind of the release process. So the testing strategy, mm -hmm. I know I know we have some CI stuff set up and, and you've got a, a build client running. Can you describe mm -hmm. that a little bit for us? Yeah, it, it's, uh, it happens in the background. So not mm -hmm. many people get to see it. Even, you know, I don't get to see what it's doing in the background. But because we use GitHub as our um, SCM system, um, so we basically use GitHub Actions for our CI, and um, at the back we have a server that has been graciously made available to me by ARM, and uh, it's a AR64 um, server. So we actually so we actually test on an ARM machine. We test yes, we do. on an ARM machine. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we build actually on this machine, um, and. Um, what do you have? So there's a pipeline of jobs it does. So <clears throat> what you, what you will see is um, we have basically created this um, uh, rules for our branches um, on um, your distro. So when there is a patch that somebody posts or I update something, I usually push it out into as a pull request or something <clears throat> to your distro and triggers on pulls and it basically goes in, it does three things. It builds a um, bunch of Yo images. Uh, it builds Yo SDK image, Yo Qt5 image, debug image. Um, and then not only that, but it actually runs the tests on the emulator. So <clears throat> the image it has built, it basically uses, you know, the the great testing that the Octa project also does on emulator, basically automatically running the p-tests, um, which are package tests um, in an emulator environment. So is that in QEMU or how? Do, what kind of emulator is that? That's right. It is on yeah. QEMU. Okay. And um, and we use QEMU ARM sixty four because we want to use KVM because these tests are very heavy, and you know um, if you don't have KVM, then they can take like 12 hours to you know maybe even days oh my um, yeah so I, i've been it, hearing a lot of good things about kvm lately that people are actually running windows in it on their linux machines and not using VirtualBox anymore so it seems mm -hmm. to be a very very good technology so yeah that's good yeah yeah i think it's very useful for us as a result you know we can uh, get our tests run in less than two hours and uh, if if you look at it, also publishes the the results in the end. So you get a nice table um, of all the results that it has tabulated for you. Uh, if it fails, then it fails the build, uh, and then that means it fails the whole pipeline. 
So basically, if we ever merge to master in the Yo distribution, it will have passed that test. You know, it That's will right. have built for a number of machines. It'll have run the tests. We'll have built a number of images, including some fairly complex ones like Qt5 and mm -hmm. and all the debug packages. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that, that's 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 great. So the the master is typically in pretty good shape in the Yo distribution mm -hmm. because of this. Yeah, yeah, and I I owe that to the CI really because um, we respect it and to 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 the extent that we don't merge things, even if we know that uh, there's a known problem. Uh, we we hold on to those and we try to fix the problems. You know, in many cases, the problems are like as we were talking earlier, where we say, you know, there is a patch that went into the core layer, needs a corresponding patch in a, another layer, um, and so we wait for that patch to be ready, and um, in many cases, upstreamed before we merge the pull. But if we can't merge it or if upstream rejects it or you know there are those kind of situations we still have our masters to try it out and, right. and have it but it never happens so far we are able to you know merge them upstream and and go forward sure the last question for today is uh what does the release process for the yo distribution look like excellent point so we toyed with um, several aspects of it you know we basically did an LTS that was you know to 3.1 based Dunpel. Um, but then off late starting you know 2021 we have moved to a monthly cadence. Um, so our releases look uh, like year dot month. So for example the May release would be 2021.5 mm -hmm. and we basically are so far so good. So we have made five releases this year and hopefully hoping to continue. Um, we basically feed off of master at this point. So we basically feed off of master of various layers. Um, and master is a subjective term. In some cases, master is stable uh, to a certain extent that it's just called master, right? But basically, we are on the latest of their release uh, of their master branch releases. And um, and and then we basically run all these tests, and in the end, uh, what we do is we make a release, we create tags, which basically you can check out and you can branch off from there and use your own product distributions. You're very welcome to do that. We also create a change log, um, which is actually documenting all the changes that went in into different layers, including the Yo policies if we changed any in that month. And so all that is nicely documented in our change log, uh, which is actually an inspiration that I think you know you brought up a long time ago for a different project. So we adopted this in here, and um, we have been very very uh, happy to follow it because um, at the end of the month we get to see what all changes have happened, not only in the Yo distro world but also in the Yocto world. Sure. So how do you, how do you keep track of all that? I, I you know this change log. Is is dozens of lines long, you know, maybe 30, 40 lines long. So how how do you keep track of that over a course of a month? So I have tools. Um, so whenever I'm basically updating these submodules, uh, the tool gives me the the commits that went in into mm -hmm. the the tip that we have and the tip that we are going to, and then I peruse through them. 
and I literally look at them and uh, see what you know is worth noting. And um, in in many cases, there are like recipe upgrades, and you know, and that's understood. But some recipes are more you know, more equal than others, right? So for example, if you upgrade glibc or if you upgrade compiler, those things don't go unnoticed. Sure. Um, but if you upgrade a leaf package, you know, we may still miss, or we may, that may not be as important, but the core pieces so uh, are picked up. And basically I also kind of compress it together. So I don't have to be as elaborate and we can kind of like give more summary of, you know, what that change was. Yeah, that's that's very interesting because this change log is really not specific to Yo. Most of it comes from just the upstream projects, Meta mm -hmm. OE and OE Core, and and all those. So it's a generally useful mm -hmm. um, bit of information that we have somebody like you that glances through all the commits coming through, pulls out what's notable and interesting, and and gives us a nice concise list of of what's going on. So. Yeah, I think yeah. it's uh, even helpful for me at the end of the month when I look at it and then, you know, I have forgotten what has gone in in that month. And I also look at it and say, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. You know, these are the changes we are pushing out this month. So um, mm -hmm. so I think it's, um, I myself have become ardent fan of it. Uh, so that's why I do it uh, regularly myself. Sure. Because I find it useful for my own purposes as well. Okay. Well, that's anything else you'd like to add today or? Um, yeah, so I think, um, you know, you'll also see um, there is a code name that we choose for our sure. monthly releases. How so, can I forget? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, because our um, theme is on the name of Sheets, and so, you know, so we pick a, a nice breed, and then we name it with that. Yeah, th it's, those are ni nice names. They're definitely stand out and uh, seem to fit the project well, so... Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, try it out. And, um, you know, um, my effort here has been mainly to also provide a framework for others to, you know, CI their systems mm -hmm. and do a wider testing of the ecosystem. And because when you're building larger projects, you know, you have packages coming from many layers and, you know, we don't test certainly all of them, but we do test a um, bunch of layers which are very common everywhere. And um, so uh, I hope that it's being valuable because um, a lot of developers upstream for these layers say, hey, how do you find these problems um, way ahead of time? And you know, so uh, the reason is we have all this testing happening and it just falls on my face. And then either I send a patch or I report it based upon how much time I have. Sure. That's great. Well, I, I appreciate all your efforts there, Kim, and it, it definitely makes makes for a nice system for, for building embedded Linux images. And mm -hmm. So yeah, please let us know what you think about this. Ask, ask questions if you have any. Forward this on to others who might be interested. So appreciate any feedback. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Until next time. Take care. Bye-bye.